0: Listen to Technically Speaking an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tech Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. Hey there and welcome to Tech Stuff. I'm your host Jonathan Strickland. I'm an executive producer with How Stuff Works and iHeartRadio and I love all things tech. And today we're having another classic episode of Tech Stuff, this episode originally published on October 24th, 2012. It's called Tech Stuff Has Clout, and spoiler alert, clout is no longer a thing. But when we recorded this episode, it was a thing. Clout, as you will learn, was all about social media influence and reach, and depending on your point of view, it was either an incredibly useful tool... A tool to turn people into narcissists, or something even more sinister than that. Uh, but spoiler alert: again, it's all moot now because it's no longer a thing. Anyway, enjoy this classic episode as Chris and I tout our clout. So today we wanted to talk about clout and, and whether what, whether or not you have any. Yeah, uh, and maybe and, not you personally. Yeah, no. I, that guy over
1: there, he's got no clout.
0: Apparently, I, I apparently I Sorry. have some. Um, Uh, It's a a not insignificant amount, though not nearly as much as, you know, like Justin Bieber. Uh, So what is Clout? So Clout is this company out of San Francisco Mm -hmm. that was founded by Joe Fernandez. Uh, Back in 2008, he started to build it. When he couldn't talk. <laughs> Did you know about this? No.
1: <laughs> There's an article in Wired, and I, I actually revisited it. It's it's called "What Your Clout Score Really Means." It's ah. from Seth Stevenson. I actually read it in the print edition, but I, I went back and revisited it so I could throw it in my electronic notes. Sure. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, <laughs> this is really really funny. He um, had had uh, had to have his jaw wired shut. Oh. That that's not funny. No. I don't think that's funny. But because he couldn't talk. He started, uh, he started tweeting and using Facebook to communicate with people because it was driving him nuts that he couldn't talk to people.
0: Yeah, I'd be he, the same way. He
1: said, and in fact, he said he couldn't. Uh, his mom didn't even understand what he was. Like, yeah. Oil can. Yeah, really. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, thankfully, uh, he's apparently all better now. But yes, I've uh, seen
0: I've seen interviews with him where he was not wired shut and he was talking.
1: Yes, so he actually started uh, he actually started talking about uh, or tweeting tweeting about this <laughs> th- all, all sorts of different things Talk, uh, about um, restaurants that he had been to and mm-hmm. making recommendations. you know, again, kind of ironic as they point out in the article, kind of ironic he couldn't. Open his mouth and go eat there, right, but um basically product recommendations he started thinking because he'd had some experience with with statistics and started thinking, you know how many people am I talking to and and to whom are they talking, and right. how much influence do they have over people who buy stuff or go shopping or go Uh, out to eat with these different people and that's when he started uh, he started making some rudimentary calculations rudimentary by the terms of clouts algorithms today sure and started putting together this idea of you know how much influence do people
0: have in the social media yeah so that's this is really an interesting concept to me Mm -hmm. because some people would have you believe that influence can be measured Solely by things like the number of followers you happen to have on social networks. Uh But Fernandez's point is that's not necessarily the case. You could have lots of people following you, but if no one's really paying attention to what you have to say and they're following you anyway, then your influence isn't that great. You know, there's a lot of people who could potentially hear you, but no one's really listening to you, and that's a problem. Right. So you could, you could. Uh, conversely, have relatively few followers compared to someone who has millions. Like you know, Justin Bieber has got millions of followers on Twitter. Now he happens to be very influential uh, on Twitter. So that's I'd know, heard that it's kind of a bad example. But let's say let's say you've got someone who's got a over good, bad example. <laughs> let's say let's say you've got someone who's got over a million followers, but for some reason their clout score is not that high. Mm-hmm. The reason for that might be that perhaps a lot of those followers aren't real people; they might be bots. Yes. So. Uh, that could be one factor, but what Fernandez wanted to do was measure how much impact a person has on their various social circles and on the web in general, uh, not just how many people are following them. And those are, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So he built this, uh, this company and this algorithm, or yeah. helped to.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, his site, of course, is called Clout with a K. Um, and since its inception, there have been other imitators. Yep. Um, I don't
0: know if some of them were actually
1: out beforehand.
0: And Twitter itself is working on its own implementation of a similar software that would allow you to see, like, when you tweet, how how much of your audience are you actually reaching when you send out a Twitter message? And this really applies to people who have lots and lots of followers. So, for example, if you take me, I don't have... You know, thousands and thousands of. I've got like four thousand followers, which mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a lot for me because I'm like, well, I'm just a guy, you know. I'm a guy that four thousand people follow. I hope that I I'm interesting enough to justify that. Uh, but there are other people out there who have millions of followers, but they don't know necessarily how many of those people they're reaching when they send out a message. Yeah, just just for independent confirmation, I am sitting here
1: directly across from from Jonathan, and and he is in fact just a guy. Yes. Um yeah. I'm just a guy with a 65 cloud score though. That's true. And, then, and part of the reason that, that Jonathan does have a 65 cloud score, and that's of the day we're recording this, yeah. these things do change. Yeah, it could be in the low 40s by the time this podcast goes out. Uh, part of the reason that, that Jonathan is, has a cloud score of 65 is because there are a lot of people following him, but he's also uh, well-networked with people uh, also in the tech world. Yeah. So there are people who share his tweets uh, with other people. That's part of the score. There there are people who uh, who talk back to him, yeah. who also have... Boy, do they
0: talk back to me. Shut up, you. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yes, I do. Um, uh, who? There are people who have conversations with him on Twitter. Let's yes. go with that. Uh, who are also influential right, uh, in the, the Twitter sphere and on cloud. And therefore, uh, that yeah. boosts his reputation on... Um, and his uh, his ability to uh, to network with other people. And so, therefore, he has a, a higher score than, than maybe some other people with more
0: followers. This might sound really familiar to you, especially if you are familiar with, like, Google's PageRank algorithms, what used to be called PageRank anyway. Uh, the idea that Google would use this complex formula to determine how well ver- various uh, sites would rank and search for any particular term that you're searching for. So when you're searching for... Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, cool tech gifts for the holidays. Then Google would look through its, use its algorithm and rank all these pages that relate to those search terms and give you the highest ranked ones. And that ranking is based on lots of different factors, including how many websites link into it and uh, how old that particular website that you're looking at is and, and other factors as well. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Mm-hmm. This is the same idea except for people instead of pages. It's, it's how well a person ranks partly due to their behavior online, partly due to their network that's around them, partly due to how many people are following them. There are a lot of different factors at play.
1: Yeah, there's actually a web page on Clout's site that goes into the different factors that, that they will admit to. Now, they, they don't give you the uh, the nuts and bolts. It's a, a secret sauce, yeah, if you will. Clearly, that,
0: you wouldn't want to be able to give out all the information because then people would game the system like crazy just to get their cloud score up, which is or, not the purpose of the, of the the site at all.
1: Or to, to start a competitor, too.
0: Yes, um, another good point. Um, yeah,
1: let's let's talk. I'll, I'll mention a little bit more about what what they say. Uh, competitors or uh, critics, I should say, actually criticize Clout because it's uh, and usually the comparison I've seen is to a credit score, because mm-hmm. the credit reporting agencies don't tell consumers what's actually going into your score. Yeah. Um. And in the in the case of credit, it has to do with, you know, how much you spend, how quickly you pay it back. Um, you know, how many cards, credit cards you have, or credit accounts, lines of, of credit that you have open. Right. And, and lots of different little proprietary things, and, and each of them has a little different mix. Well, the cloud is sort of the same way. They, they tell you roughly what goes into it, but they don't tell you exactly how much weight each one carries. For, um, it's based primarily on, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, this is not really much of a secret. Uh, things like, um, mentions of your name in Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Um, people who who uh are engaged with a lot of brands on there the likes that you have the tv shows you like um the the um uh stores that you like on facebook um, the number of comments you have people who subscribe to you uh the number of friends uh, obviously that's a metric an obvious metric you know how many people follow you on twitter how many people follow you on facebook uh people who mention you on on twitter or people who um People you reply to and people who reply to you shows your engagement with that network. Mm -hmm. They've also extended it to uh, to Google Plus, LinkedIn, Foursquare, Wikipedia. um, Things on on LinkedIn um, they go by your reported title. So if you say you're CEO of the world, then guess that that would probably help your Cloud Score. Yeah. So although I think that's probably hard to verify,
0: these, these are relatively new. Uh, yeah. In the mm-hmm. in the the clout world, these these um, these items. Because before, what they was really looking at was Twitter and Facebook. Mainly, first it was Twitter, and then it was yes. Twitter and Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, then you and could that's... also link. You could choose to link stuff to. Your your cloud. If you create a cloud um, account, you could choose to link things like Google Plus, Facebook, Twitter, and other platforms as well. Now it looks at these other elements like Wikipedia, or if you are mentioned in something like the New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, so that it can determine. All right, well, um, you know, you're getting press. People are writing about you. Yeah. So then that means you are more influential than someone who is not getting press. So that would uh, impact your score as well. Yeah, the, if you want to sign up for Clout, you
1: would sign up using your Twitter or Facebook information. Basically, once you're logged in, you can you can uh, sign up for Clout, and it will access your account. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will say, "Okay, do you want to add your other accounts? Do you want to add these other accounts?" And there are even more than they're mentioned here. Things like Flickr and and other accounts and things. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, what, what Jonathan said is is true. They're also measuring this information whether or not you sign up for Clout.
0: Yeah. Because you're, you're, if you have a Twitter account and it's public and you are sending out messages, that's public record. That's stuff that anyone can access. So what clout does is it will automatically start to index you and look at how other people are responding to you. So whether you have signed up for clout or not, you may have a clout score. And, uh, you know, the, the, we, have we mentioned what the range of scores is? It's between one and 100. That's correct. So the higher your clout score, the more the more clout you have, and the more influence you would theoretically have over the web based upon, uh, you know, the algorithms' uh, uh, assessment of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are not like you would think. The average would be fifty, but the average is really closer to the twenties range. And it's that uh, the people who are fifty or higher are are assumed to be. More influential in whatever fields they've been identified as uh, being experts in. Yeah, and they.
1: Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean. To oh, me go mind. ahead. I was going to say, if you sign up, you'll find out that they ask you, "Hey, what are you influential in?"
0: Yeah, and it turns out, like, if I log into my cloud and I, I look to see what I'm influential in, there's some things you would expect, you know, like technology is up there, which that that makes sense. I do a tech podcast, I write a te- tech articles for a website, uh, that makes sense. There are other things like. Atlanta restaurants, huh? I didn't know that I was that influential with Atlanta restaurants. I should get better tables, darn it. Um, but yeah, there there are other things that I look at on that people have identified me as being influential, and uh, some of them may be jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, and I think I, I think here is a good point
1: to point out. Uh, and then there are critics and there are proponents of of cloud, just like anything else, but. Um I think it's a good point to go right down the middle and say look this is what one person and his company have done you know as 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 Joe built this company up this is how they chose to measure people and it's not it's it's based on one system yeah so it's not really I think uh, it was a couple years ago or was it a couple years ago or last year where they where they rejiggered the algorithm
0: and really people, it was this year it was, was this earlier year? this year I thought no. it was late 2011 no it was reason. earlier this year when they they changed it because oh, my score upset. my score skyrocketed i had been around 62 uh-huh and uh and then i b- jumped all the way up to 69 i was j- almost 70 it was very close to 70 and i was thinking whoa uh, how would that happen holy cow i'm more and i started comparing myself cuz of course you know of I got, course you did i'm a bit of an egomaniac you know i admit <laughs> this and so i was like let me see what my good friend ayaz Akhtar of this week in tech let me on uh, uh, tech news today let me see what how he ranks oh he's he's at 65 he's lower than <laughs> i am gosh ayaz and of course now i think he i think he ranks rightfully so above me <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> because these things do, you know, it, it was, it was like an initial shock because people's scores changed pretty dramatically. Some went up quite a bit, some went down, and then it's been slowly kind of readjusting to where it needs to be based on all this new information. Um, and, you know, this, this could be really challenging because you're building an algorithm that needs to identify uh, people and it needs to be able to make sure it links to the right person. Because as it turns out, there's some folks out there who share uh, the same name as mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. and so you have a lot of false positives. For instance, if you were to search Jonathan Strickland in the metro Atlanta area, uh, some mug shots would be popping up, and none of them are me. Today. Today. Okay, <laughs> but let's be fair. Today is the recording of this podcast, yeah. none of those mug shots would be me. Yes. Uh, who knows what tomorrow may bring? And, but but that's the thing, is that it could end up identifying this stuff like, oh, Jonathan's being written about in criminal newsletters. That's odd. But I guess that adjusts his clout score. Like, no, that's not me. That's another Jonathan Strickland. And uh, same spelling and everything. But, you know, so the algorithm has to take that stuff into account. The other thing that's kind of a controversy with clout is how companies are using clout in various ways. Guys, it's Jonathan from 2019 interrupting this classical episode because I don't yet have quite enough clout to get away with this without taking a break to thank our sponsor. Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. So what is clout, other than than influence, a measure of influence in the, the social media world, uh, an idea of, of that. What does clout get you? Very little.
0: Or, or a lot. Or a lot, depending on how high your clout already is. Um, it, yeah, it's clout is a weird thing. Uh, in some cases, all it might get you is bragging rights in the sense of, you, know, you you measure your cloud against your buddy, like your yeah. buddy Iazaktar of this week in tech <laughs> tech news today, and then you say, "Hey, look at that!" Uh, or you may uh, I say, think his "Like cloud
1: score is going up because you mentioned
0: in very well on, twice on and the deservedly so. The man does good work. Uh, as much as I I joke, he he is an actual friend of mine. Uh, so maybe not after this podcast, <laughs> but he you know the these these numbers." for a large part of the population may not mean much although it can tell you how effective you are online so in a in a sense it's doing what it's supposed to do it's telling you what your impact is and if your impact is low you might say you know what uh, you might be cool with it you might be saying oh you know i i just use this for fun to stay yeah. in touch with my friends that's all i use it for that i don't care but if you are trying to get a message out there mm-hmm. then what it's telling you is your message is not being heard It's not, it's not punishing you. This number is... Related back to that algorithm, and if you want to make sure your message is heard by more people, you need to look into ways of delivering that message in in a in a way that that, that interests people, that gets other people talking, that get, goes beyond just your immediate circle of followers. And if you're able to crack that code, and by the way, I do not have the secret sauce for that. There are some messages I send out there that go bonkers, and I think, wow, that's amazing. And then I and then I'll I'll sit there and I'll craft what I think is the most brilliant, funny. Uh, uh, timely tweet of all time and I send it out and no one replies no one favorites no one retweets so I mean I don't have that secret sauce definitely you need to ask people who have a much higher Cloth score than I do but if your score is low that could be an indicator that hey you need to change things so that you can make sure that whatever message you're sending out there is being heard by the right people
1: yeah yeah. And so, uh, and, and for somebody like, um, you know, for politicians, for example. Yeah. Um, this is incredibly important or, or entrepreneurs who right. want to, who get their name out. Um, then there's the, the other group of people who are, are, are sort of in between. They're, they're, they're doing this sort of because they want to, and then they
0: might be getting perks. Yeah. Clout perks. Yeah. So, so if you are an influential person, Mm-hmm. Then you are an attractive person for certain brands. If you are influential in a particular field, let's say with me, I'm uh, apparently I'm influential in technology in Atlanta restaurants. Then let's say an Atlanta restaurant opens up, and they are clout savvy. They understand how clout works. Right, they, and they know, hey, if we convince this guy to come into our restaurant and eat our food, and we really pull out all the stops, he's going to go out and he's going to talk about this incredible experience he had. And because his influence is high in this area, that means we could see a return on that investment. We could see people come in because we tapped the right person to talk about this. And that can go across all sorts of industries. That being said, I'll come out and say it right now. I have not received any clout perks. (laughs) I am not. I don't use clout to get clout perks. I'm not saying that I would never use one if one came along that was just unbelievable. And I'm like, hey, this is exactly what I need and exactly how I need it. I would probably do it, but I've never had that. I've never had that happen.
1: Yeah, the companies the companies involved in clout perks are generally people who want to do some promotion. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, right? Um, and so once you get your clout score up to a certain
0: level, and it could, it, it depends on what it is. Uh, yeah, it depends on the company. Like some companies will say, "Okay, anyone who's below a, a seventy five, we're not interested in because that's not that's not worth the time it would take to." Do this,
1: yeah, but you might, um, you might pass let's say 30, and they'll say, Hey, uh, people with a cloud score of 30, we'll give you a coupon for a, a free um six pack of our new soda flavor, yeah. Uh, go ahead and redeem it at your local store, you know, tell us where to mail the coupon. So they mail the coupon. And you get the beverage, and you try it, and you go, hey, this stuff is pretty good. What they're hoping, but there is no requirement to do, what they're hoping is you're going to share that experience with your friends. Hey, I was on clout. They sent me a coupon. I tried this stuff. It tastes like a combination of, of mangoes and feet, but I happen to like the taste of mangoes and feet. So I'm going to you know, tweet this on Facebook and Twitter and put it on my Google Plus account and mention it on LinkedIn. Well, that You just did exactly what the promoters were. What? Apparently, my choice of mangoes and feet was not a I'm just'm
0: having I I'm, just wanted to do something silly. I'm trying not to think about that taste right now <laughs> I, I just wanted I to say I something silly I, I don't but, like mangoes and I really don't, don't like, like feet.
1: feet but uh yeah okay so um so that's essentially what they're hoping that you, that you'll say that uh clout uh, for for its uh uh you know just to to promote its own credibility here, uh, and I feel like it's fair to mention this. Clout says there's absolutely no uh, obligation on your part as a clout participant, if you get a perk to promote it in any way at all, you can take them up on the perk, you can decline the perk, you can tweet about it or not. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's up to you whether you, you could say, hey, this stuff is nasty. I don't ever want to see it again. I hope they pull it from the market fast before I sue them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that, that is completely up to you. But it, it depends on, partially on your clout score. And it depends partially on, generally, and it depends partially, generally, on what uh, areas you are influential in. I would assume that, uh, President Obama and Justin Bieber probably, you know, get all the clout perks they want. They probably can't, don't take anyone up on them.
0: Yeah, they, there's also, uh, we should also point out that, um, with perks comes the responsibility of, uh, revealing the fact that you have received this as a perk because, uh, There's an ethical problem if you don't do that.
1: Yeah, and a legal problem, too, in the United States. Um, The the quote-unquote mommy bloggers, um, without clout, uh, this was going on for a while, and they were not revealing that they had received this as a Again, to its credit, clout uh, encourages you to... Reveal that. (laughs) Remember, if you're going to post this, say, hey, I got it free because I was here.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, yes. The clout's not condoning unethical behavior, which, you know, that's important to remember because there are critics who kind of overlook that. Um, And, you know, that's why I wanted to mention the
1: what you get for it first before we got to the critics.
0: Yeah. So it's it's gotten it's become a great tool for uh, companies to try and court influencers. Chris and I have a little bit more to say about clout. But before we get to that, let's take another quick break. So follow The 7 right now. In some cases, it may be that a company says, hey, this person is really influential in the field that we're involved in. Mm -hmm. Let's not just give them a perk. Let's hire them. To do something for us. So, in that case, you're talking about like you might have a freelancer out there who is just an incredible influencer in a particular industry. And then this company says, This is who we need to get to represent our brand or to message out something about our brand. uh, And we're going to actually hire them. Maybe it's a contract for a certain number of appearances, or maybe we actually. Give them a job offer, and that's another way that people are using clout. Some companies, particularly advertising firms, marketing firms, places where uh, uh, your ability to get a message out is clearly an important part of your job, mm-hmm. they are looking at clout scores because yes, if, they are. if you if you're going into an ad agency and you're saying, "Hey, I know how to message out uh, information," I am I am the guy that you need or the lady you need to hire for this position because I know what I'm doing. And then they look up your cloud score and it's like 22. They'll say, Hey, um, can you show us a better example than your cloud score? Cause according to this, you are not getting your message heard. And, and that's, you know, that's also drawn some criticism. People have said, well, how is that fair? And the counter argument is to say, well, if the algorithm is measuring how well a message is going out across networks, and the me- and the score is really low, how would it be fair to this company to hire someone who is not as good as a a different uh, potential employee who has a much higher cloud score who has proven that they are able to get a message out across networks?
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, the cloud score has come into hiring practices recently. Yeah. Um, I've seen um, articles written on it. And uh, you know, people who were unaware of the Clout Score, you know, they hadn't signed up for it, didn't know it existed, uh, sort of taken aback by the fact that there is a Clout Score. Yes, you are being measured. Um, that's a little, uh, that's a little weird, I think, for some people. Yeah. Um, and people without knowing, and it's again the reason they compare the Clout Score to the credit. Credit score is that without knowing exactly what you're being measured on, it's difficult to improve on it. Yeah. And it can be a bit of a treadmill, too, to constantly try to
0: figure out what to say next and how often to say it and exactly what way to say it in because what what time to say it because there are, you know, those are that that's something I actually take into consideration. See, I, Chris and I, we don't just uh, interface with social networks for ourselves. Sometimes we have to, we do it for our tech stuff brand. Right. Because because yes. we want we want people to know what we are doing as tech stuff. We want to stay engaged with our audience. We want to know what they're thinking. So uh, but there comes a time where you're like, should I post this now? Because my audience might be asleep. You know. And then you think, well, considering how many of us are tuned into the social networking crazes out there, uh, a message that was posted four hours ago may never be seen. You know, if I log into Twitter and there's a message that was posted about four hours ago that I think would have been amazing, I might never get to that because to page back through that many tweets uh, is a daunting task. I'd have to clear out a half hour, 45 minutes of my schedule just to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that also comes into play is when you should post if you're trying to, if you're if you're really trying to use social networking to get a message out, you know, if you're just using social networking to say uh, I watched that episode of blah 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 last night and it was phenomenal it may not matter that you post it at 2 in the morning or 8am or 4pm it may not have any impact there and that might be fine for you there's nothing wrong with that Um, the other element of of this is unlike the credit score the cloud score is something that I think a lot of people are not aware of and that's a problem you know because they could be judged on something that they themselves had no knowledge of going into you know a job interview
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i uh, also found an article by uh, Menachem Wecker uh, about a professor at Florida State University who was using clout to grade his students in class now it was wow. for a marketing class huh. um, it was uh you know for an electronic marketing class, so People were upset about it, but it kind of makes me think, well, if this is specifically a metric for measuring your ability to market yourself in electronic media, maybe clouts – I don't know that I would make it the sole thing that you grade someone on, but it probably at least belongs in part of it Um, or should build an awareness – the the class should build an awareness of its prominence in, in today's society for that. But I, I wanted to mention too one thing that uh, where it doesn't compare to a credit score, however, is there are more than one agency developing credit scores True. in the United States. Clout is not alone, but it is the it major holds player. an unusual prominence in its. It's got field. a lot of
0: clout, as it turns out. You might say that. Uh, so yeah, it's if we if we assume that <laughs> that, that the clout algorithm yes is. Looking at things in a very uh, methodical and measured way, mm-hmm. and that it is, in the end of the day, looking at the at how how influential people are based upon how w- widely their messages heard and how many people are writing about that person. Mm-hmm. Then clout in a, of itself is an interesting and I think valuable service for people who are trying to get a message out. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. It's a useful tool. Um, the way other people are using this tool might be you know might make you upset or it might throw you depending on your cloud score. Right. Um, but that's, you know, again you can't blame the tool for the way people are using it. Right? I mean same thing we could say about Twitter. Twitter yeah. when it was launched, people were talking about Twitter being a way that you would send out a message to a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the main use case of Twitter. That has totally changed yes. since Twitter launched. Oh yes, and w- one of these days we are going to do an episode, or at least at least one episode about the Twitter. It'll probably be a two-parter, but the story of Twitter to really talk about the foundation of it, what it was originally meant for, and what it has turned into, especially in light of the controversy of how Twitter has handled the whole API approach and third-party developers, because that's definitely caused a lot of frustration in the tech world. Um, and you've got companies like Clout that are very much leveraging Twitter to get you know to to become a valuable service. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of the day, does Clout really matter? I guess it depends on the industry you're in. And uh, the the nice thing about the Clout Score is it's not static; it will change over time. And if you are dedicated to increasing that Clout Score, you can do it. Uh, In legitimate ways. Hopefully, the clout algorithm will be able to take into account things like uh, dummy Twitter accounts or dummy Facebook accounts so that if you were to get a huge number of followers immediately, it would not automatically adjust your score Mm -hmm. because, obviously, you could game that system. I mean, there are companies out there already that only exist to provide people fake, essentially fake accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are even other ones that will try and get real accounts to follow you, but there's this whole um, uh, I scratch your back, you scratch mine approach where you know, like, if you follow these 20 people, these 20 people will follow you back. You know, that's kind of a you know, almost like a pyramid scheme of Twitter followers. I would hope that the cloud algorithm takes that into account and, again, really concentrates more on the impact and uh, hopefully avoids counting false positives. And that wraps up this classic episode about clout. Yeah, clout went belly up. Uh, Originally, it started to kind of get away from the whole scoring system, and then eventually it went away entirely. It was an interesting idea, but one that was almost guaranteed to go sour pretty quickly. If we ever assign scores for anything, people will start trying to figure out how to game the system, because, of course, getting a high score means winning. Well, if you have any suggestions for future episodes of Tech Stuff, send me an email. The address is at howstuffworks.com, or pop on over to techstuffpodcast.com. You're going to find an archive of all of our past shows there. You will also find links to where we are on social media and a link to our online store where every purchase you make goes to help the show and we greatly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you again really soon. Tech Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything.
1: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
0: This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen.